The sun burned hot and bright, so the sweat ran into our eyes. School was out. We went to the beach. My mom, my dad, my little brother and sister, and me. To Ocean Beach. The sand was littered with trash and fallen trees and driftwood and broken apart fishing boats. But still, the beach was pretty that day. The sky was clear blue, almost transparent, so you could see the round, perfect moon, white in the midday sky. The cliffs stretched up on either side. There was no wind. A group of surfers paddled out past the breakers, the swells forming neat, perfect lines nearly a mile out from shore, the ocean reflecting the sky, the ocean like a fire, people watching the ocean like that, lying on their beach towels. Teddy was seven then. He was small, frail, with a whole mess of freckles and red curly hair. We went out wading in the water, which was cold and burned like a firewood. But the more we ran, the less it burned. And so we ran, chasing each other until I had to pee. And so I went back over to my dad and Jane, who was two years older than Teddy. They were throwing a Nerf football back and forth on the hot sand. Janie with her long white blonde hair, and my dad with his shirt off and his big belly hanging out over the waistband of his shorts. When I reached the place where they set up camp, my mom waved me over, but I ignored her and continued on toward the public bathrooms. I ran through the sand and climbed the crumbling concrete steps up the breaker wall, where a bunch of kids I recognized from my school were standing around. They were older, though, like juniors or something. Three boys and two girls. And they were smoking a blunt. I'd smoked weed a few times before, and so I went over and they thought it was cool. Some incoming freshmen wanting to smoke pot with them. The one girl, Angela, she had long dreads tucked away in a knit Rastafarian-looking hat. And then there was Pierre, who was short and a little heavy. And then Hiroji, whose father was a famous Black Panther. I'd actually met them before at the end of the year picnic. They'd all been playing in the Stanyan Hill Funk Band. And I'd been hoping to try to audition on guitar for them once I started in the upper school. Hiroji was the one who passed me the blunt. I inhaled it deep in my lungs and held it in and then exhaled. At the time, it really didn't seem like a big deal. I mean, like I said, I'd smoked pot before, and it wasn't like my parents would be able to see me, since we were well hidden, and the spot where they'd set up camp was a good quarter mile down the beach. So I hit the blunt again, and exhaled, and I passed it back, thanking all three of them. Hiroji and I did a sort of slap-snap handshake thing, and then I ran across the parking lot to the bathroom. I peed for a long time facing the dull-colored wall. And then, it was as though someone was there next to me, speaking, almost whispering in my ear. The voice was like my voice, but deeper, more grown-up sounding. It was like my adult voice, telling me not to go back outside. Don't go, Miles. It's not safe. They're coming. Don't go. I laughed at that. I laughed and wondered how those couple of hits could have gotten me so high. I walked to the door of the bathroom. Reaching out for the handle, I tried to turn the lock, but it was like my hand couldn't quite grab hold of it. I turned and everything, the door, the walls, the scratched mirror, the sink, the urinals, was all covered in some kind of thick grease, like congealed fat, like wax, like Vaseline, pooling sweat, and beating in the heat of the tiny bathroom. I grabbed the handle, then my hand slipped. I called for help, 
But the voice was there again, telling me not to go out. They're coming for you, Miles. You can't go out there. But I had to. I had to get out. I pounded on the door. I screamed and screamed. Help! Please! Help me! But no one came. There was only the voice. <laughs>